Hello, this is Victor Young, the Daily Life Coach. Thank you for tuning in to Episode 4, Season 1 of the Daily Life Coach Podcast. We've got a very interesting show planned today. We're going to talk about something that we just we don't normally talk about. That's just what I love to do that. Today we're going to talk about weak links. Not like sausage links or some type of all-beef hot dog or frank, but links as in what's our chain, what's our armor look like. Before we get into it, I just want to give a little shout-out to Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to all the individuals in Atlanta, Georgia, and surrounding cities who are hopping on, liking, and subscribing to the DailyLifeCoach.com and liking the Daily Life Coach. On Facebook, you guys are on fire. Thank you. Love you all. Appreciate the following and appreciate the feedback that I'm getting. Lots of bright individuals in Atlanta. I'm going to go up there and get me some peaches soon. Just love those Georgia peaches. And Atlanta's a special town for Georgia peaches. So get a little peach milkshake while I'm there and check out one of my favorite restaurant spots. I love that place. What's it called? Nice little warehouse little spot there. Hmm. I'll think of it in a minute. Anyway, let's get to work. Let's talk about weak links. What does that mean? I discovered something very interesting this week. My dog is costing me money. My dog Hunter, a one-year-old golden doodle, about 80 pounds. He's costing me major cash right now. Love him to death. But we discovered he is the weak, weak link for me in my household. When I have plans, he is the weak link that can alter the plans, the logistics, the success rate in my household. Hunter, my one-year-old black golden doodle. Tonight... It was, it was, it was, it was amazing. It was eye opening. It was just like this bolt of lightning just hit me as I'm being pulled through the pet store. I didn't even know what he was anymore. It was, it was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. My nice, trained, respectable, mild mannered golden doodle hunter. I'm sorry, Harley. Harley's out front, walking like a gentleman with his golden doodle swag. He's swagged out, hair's blown out, looking good, regal, nice and royal, representing the young family name. And then who do I have to my right? Just pulling and howling all the way through the pet store, trying to catch up with Harley. I've got Hunter. I mean, he acted like he was not even a golden doodle. He let the breed down. I thought he was like half a Donkeysaurus Rex mixed with kangaroo, maybe some sled dog in him, maybe a little bit of old school werewolf. I mean, he acted like a savage. It was amazing. So I'm getting through the pet store as quickly as I can. And in this moment, I realize... Hunter, you've been the weak link 
for quite some time now. You just turned one. And now it's time. It's time. We, we've, we've got to change this trend. Because if I've got dinner plans and everyone in the house thinks you're going to chew something up, we can't go there. We can't go to that restaurant because we got to get home in time to make sure Hunter doesn't have an episode. Hmm. Where's Hunter? He's at the pet store. He's at the groomers. We don't want to leave him there too long because he might get into it with another dog or he may miss Harley and, and just act out. Maybe he'll pee on something or eat something or, you know, maybe go on a hunger strike. I don't know. We don't know what this dog's going to do. He is the weak link that changes the positive direction of our household right now. And frankly, you know, Harley, Harley's my three-year-old golden doodle. I just want to thank you, Harley, for working with him as much as you have. You've done all you can do, Harley, and, and, I, and I get it. I understand now it's my turn. You've done your part, Harley. Now it's time for Daddy Victor to do his part. And I'm going to make it happen. No more outburst. No more sled dog type activities where he pulls and moans and groans and does backflips. It's, it's, it's over. You know, and, and maybe think about quite a few things. How many weak links do we have that we don't address on a daily basis that can affect us professionally? Sometimes we'll have multiple weak links in our life, and we refuse to address them. We always look at the individuals. We look at the people who are oftentimes the weak links, but we don't look at the things as well. There could be multiple weak links that affect us from reaching our full potential. Sometimes we'll do what the wise old men and women used to say back in the old school days. They used to say you're jumping over dollars to pick up dimes. That means you're, you're missing all the big money and big opportunity along the way so that you can save dimes, sometimes pennies. A weak link can be our car. I've seen people that have a bad car. And the reason they can't get that job they want is because they say, I don't want to go to St. Pete from Tampa because my car may not make it. So I'm going to stay at this really crappy job that I, I don't like. I'm underpaid and I'm not very happy at because my car and I don't want a car payment. This car has been paid off for two years and I really like not having a car payment. So for 220 bucks a month on a lease, you would rather work at a job you don't like, live in a city that you may not want to be in, maybe miss seeing your daughter's recital, your son's football game. Maybe you don't take that family road trip or that Sunday drive that would help relax you and restore you and open up your creative juices, all because you like not having a car payment. It's your weak link. That broken down car has now become the weak link of your lifestyle, of your professional life. You're late to work all the time because I didn't want to drive fast. My car is not running good. My battery was dead. I had, you know, another one of those bald tires. It happens every day where we will let something that cost us 200 bucks, 300 bucks, 
we'll let that keep us from making 30,000, 100,000, 300,000 because the comfort zone of not having responsibility or not addressing our weak links takes us to a place that we can just neglect everything else around us and create workarounds for a weak link. Let's, let's, let's talk about another example. We've already talked about Hunter. He's out of control, outrageous, donkeysaurus rex, kangaroo hopping, hmm. sled dog acting, just outrageous. Anyway, let's think about something else. I want you to just think for a moment. What weak links you have in your life? What areas of your life, professionally, socially, personally, do you create workarounds so that you don't have to address the key, the root of what's affecting you? I'll see people professionally create six workarounds just because they haven't decided to call IT. And a system's not working properly. And they'll do things by hand, filling out forms, running people around manually, making phone calls. And you ask them, well, why are you doing these four other things? Oh, my Java's down. I need a Java update. And I didn't want to call IT because they take so long to fix things that I just decided I would just not do anything. I'll just go back to old school horse and wagon, writing things down, calling people, missing deadlines, because I just don't want to call them. They're not going to perform the way I want them to perform. So I figured it out. Don't worry about it. I got this under control. I fixed it. No, you didn't. Because now that extra hour that you take to do this task that you should be able to do in five minutes, now you're neglecting something else. It could be professionally. It could be a, another task or function at work that might allow you to make more money or create happier clients or leave work on time to go see your family. We'll, we'll make excuses about work all the time on things that we could easily fix professionally that's affecting us personally, but we won't fix that thing at work and we just keep bringing it home and making excuses on why we can't interact or engage or meet deadlines or take that day off. And it's because we create so many workarounds on a daily basis that we neglect other things that are important to us. Here's what I found. The people that make it easy for us to let them down or neglect them, we'll do that. We will allow the weak links of things in our lives that are ones or the twos to affect the, the, the fours and the fives on the importance scale, on that scale from one to five. We will allow the one and the twos to consistently monopolize and hijack our time, energy, and effort, which prevents us from getting the return we could actually be getting on the fours and fives on the big things in our life. 
It's amazing. So when you go to work tomorrow, or if you're at work today, how about you start looking around and observing, what are my weak links? Are there individuals? Is it uh, a system? Is it a car? Is it a piece of technology that's outdated, not updated, not functioning? Is it a vendor that I've allowed to create habits and that habit is not meeting my expectations based upon the fact that we have a relationship and they've become my weak link? So now I'm consistently missing deadlines with my customer, internal customer, other staff members, as well as the external customer, the individuals who are buying our products and services. Happens every day. We had a vendor who we needed at our store every day to complete a function for us every day. We needed this completed every day. And he decided he just wanted to come to our store on Tuesdays and Thursdays because it was convenient for him. He had a great relationship with the manager that he dealt with. He'd buy him lunch on occasion, come by, tell him some great jokes, whip out the picture of the kids. And next thing you know, we've got millions of dollars in frozen capital. And we're looking at our days, our contract and transit times and our time to market. And we're realizing that we're not getting our products to market quick enough because this vendor's not providing the service for us. So now it's time to fill in these days. Why, why aren't we actually moving the assembly line? Why aren't we actually processing our, our product through the system in a timely fashion? Well, it's because this vendor, who's now friends with a manager, only comes two days a week instead of five. Well, what do we do? Do we just pay the carrying cost on two, three million dollars a month and frozen capital and inventory aging and sitting there? Or do we add another vendor? Or do we require this vendor to show up five days a week? What do we do? My answer was this. We should never have one vendor in a crucial area of our operations. So I made sure we had redundancy for every position that we counted on a sublet or a vendor of some sort to provide a service for us. We made sure we had a minimum of two that were active at all times. Meaning this, I had a guy who came in on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and the other guy can come in on Tuesday, Thursday. And if it ever got to the point where I couldn't get my Tuesday, Thursday guy there, Tuesday, Thursday, I had a third one. And some people go, wow, that's no loyalty. How's that guy going to feed his family? If he wanted to feed his family, he'd be there five days a week. I wouldn't see him on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I had to make a decision to improve the workflow for my employees, for my clients who are waiting for vehicles or waiting for products or waiting for services. I couldn't make a customer wait who dropped off their, you know, waiting for service on a, on a Friday to wait until Tuesday just because I've got a vendor 
who just enjoys coming to my location on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We, we, we allow these things to happen every day. Start looking at the areas of our lives that we allow these weak links to slip into play. And if we're not careful and we're not aware of what's going on, they can drive us so far away from our target that we become ineffective. It starts to eat away at our capital. When I say capital, our physical hard cash, as well as our reputation. As a manager, if you create relationships that others look at you and they see them as unjust or unfair or unhealthy because this vendor, this individual that you're working with is not giving the company and its agents, its its team members, its advisors, the level of service they all need just because you feel good about this individual or maybe you're just one of those people who just doesn't like change and so you just want to stick with what you have. You're spending the company's capital. If you own the company, you're spending your own physical capital. And you're also, more importantly than that, you're burning off your reputation. You're spending your professional capital. This is serious stuff. I, I need you guys, and I do it all the time. I look in the mirror all the time. You handsome devil, you. I, I do it. I look in the mirror a lot. And I look past the strong jawline and the great smile, the devil. I look past all that. It's tough, but I do it because I want to get to the inner man of Victor Young. And, and, and when I get there, I say to myself, how can I get better today? And I know in order for me to get better, I've got to keep upgrading and coaching up everyone around me. Just like Hunter. Donkeysaurus Rex pulling me through the pet store, howling and clawing and pulling. And you have to do it. And, and the only way you can do it is to set an expectation and, and you got to let them know what's happening. Here's how my conversation went with Hunter. Hunter, you embarrassed me in the family tonight. I can no longer allow you to hoop and howl and pee and do backflips every time we walk through the pet store. It's just not good for us. So we're going to start training you. And you're going to get a lot of treats along the way. We're going to make this a pleasurable experience. But i got to coach you up. I have to train you up to be the golden doodle that I need you to be to represent this family. I need you royal and regal. Shoulders back, head up proud. I want people to say to me, what breed is he? Like, like your brother Harley, represent. And it's okay to have that conversation. I gave him a couple bacon strips. He loves the bacon flavor. And, and he sat down and he, he listened. He listened. And we got out the old training collar, training leash, and we went to work. You, you, you got to do the same thing in every, every area in your life. If you have got a computer system and it's slow and you're an animator or you're a post-production editor or you do sound design 
and you're delivering your clients a product late. It should be early. And your excuse is, oh, my computer's full. I need another hard drive. It's really slow. Or, you know, the type of animation that you're doing is really, it takes a lot of memory and, I, and it just takes a really expensive computer. Well, don't offer it until you have the technology to pull it off. Don't give me excuses. Go down and lease yourself a new computer. Get yourself a Mac or get yourself a PC. Or get yourself a proxy online cloud-based editing system that you don't need the capacity. Find a way. Look at your innovation, your technology. Look at leasing, buying, trading, swapping. Do what you got to do, but fix it. It's your responsibility to address your weak links. Doesn't matter if it's your dog, your car, a coworker, yourself, especially yourself. That's the easiest one to fix. Look at your weak links. I hate getting up in the morning. We'll go to sleep at night earlier. I run out of energy. Take a multivitamin. Take a walk. Go to the gym. When you see that you have a shortcoming, at least make an attempt to improve it. Don't just sit back and do workarounds. I'll just drink a Red Bull. I think it's Red Bull. Then I'll drink a Monster. Then I'll have a cup of coffee. Really? How about you find some healthy sleeping habits? Well, I like to stay up and play video games and watch Netflix. I love it too. I like to binge watch. But I plan it in. I don't binge watch the night before I've got something important to do. Whatever your weak link is, look at it. And if you can remove one weak link every month, just one a month, you will increase the speed and the velocity at which you find success. And if you can do something faster on a same timeline, you, you begin to accumulate more wealth, more knowledge, more skill set, bigger opportunities. That is how you create wealth is on momentum. You don't create wealth and great success by th doing things at a pace that is so slow that you're just moving along at the pace that most average people that aren't looking for success travel at. You've got to travel at a rate that separate yourself. You've got to be disruptive. You just can't be competitive. If my weak link is the same weak link that most other people have in my industry, then if I remove this weak link that's an industrial curse because no one's paying attention to it, and it's just how we all do it, and we're in that excuse phase. If I'm the one who removes it, I can become disruptive, not just competitive. I can get ahead of my competitors. I think you guys got the picture. We're going to end it here. It's been great. I'm going to keep you updated on Hunter. Harley's fantastic. He's just a gentleman. And make sure you follow us on Facebook, The Daily Life Coach. Check me out on Instagram and Twitter at the Victor Young and online at 
thedailylifecoach.com. You can subscribe to the podcast and the blog from there, or just grab it on SoundCloud. This is Season 1 of the Daily Life Coach Podcast. I thank you again. And you know what? I've got some individuals sending me in fantastic pictures. They're posting pictures on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter of the different locations that they're listening to the Daily Life Coach. And I've got a great picture I'm going to post this week. It's from Susan. She was at the Kadazan listening to the Daily Life Coach. And it's a great shot overlooking Sarasota Bay. I'm going to put it up for you guys. Thanks again for sending that in. And I look forward to speaking with you guys next time. I've got some great Meeting in a Box podcast coming out that I look forward to you guys using on your Monday morning staff meetings. I'm going to give you the Meeting in the Box coming soon. It's part of Season 1 of the Daily Life Coach podcast. And don't forget, share this with a friend, have courage, and live fearless, my friends. Have a great day.